So we're going to talk about breed and color studies coming up um, starting now, April 1st. And we, I've got Katrina here with me, which um, you guys know Katrina really well. And we're just sort of going to talk about what is coming up for this next uh, go round because we are, some people are still working on their previous breeding color study, which was Finn, and we had three colorways, um, and the idea was to do a massive combo spin, and people combined their braids in many, many different ways. Some people kept them clean and spun them separately. Some people spun some of it together and some of it separately. Um, there was just an incredible amount of creativity in the group, and now we're sort of going into our spring breed and color study, which uh, is always a carded preparation. So in the fall we do combed top, and then in the spring we do carded, which is really exciting. So um, we wanted to talk a little bit about what's coming up and what to expect. And for those who are new to breed and color studies and aren't really sure what it all looks like, we thought we would give you a rundown this month so that you sort of know um, what to expect. And the nice thing about um, breed and color studies is you don't have to use the fiber that Katrina supplies. You can always participate with your own fiber and do your own thing. It's meant to be a place of learning and a place of reflection and pushing your spinning skills to the next level. So don't ever feel like um, you have to buy anything. You can always shop in your stash, if you will. So. Um, Katrina, do you want to talk a little bit about the the fiber that we chose? Have we have we nailed down the fiber? <laughs> we've been <laughs> we're torn. We, 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 yeah, we've torn. been torn between yeah, two. Yeah, we've been talking about either the organic Polworth that I have or the Targi. And so I think did we eventually settle on Targi? I think we did. I feel like we did. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we can do organic Polworth in the fall. Yes. Yeah. If you guys feel quite strongly about that one way or the other about wanting to try some organic Polworth in the fall, let us know. Um, just comment uh, down below in this post and, and then we'll know you know, from the community what, what you guys are, are excited about. So we'll do Targi this time round, just mostly actually because it cards up so beautifully. Mm -hmm. If anybody, if nobody has spun uh, carded Targi, you, you're in for a treat. Um, it really cards up beautifully. It so. does. It's, it's uh, a really lovely spin from a carded prep. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually prefer mm -hmm. it carded personally. I know a lot of people out there love Targi in any like form, but I actually, my favorite is Targi um, um, carded. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, I just prefer it compared to comb I think it's just, it really opens it up and it makes it so, so easy to spin. Mm, yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah. So we were going to sort of offer uh, two options this time round. Um, so how breed and color studies work, um, so that's sort of the breed side. We'll look at Targi as our breed, um, and we'll uh, have some reflections from both the community and from me and Katrina about uh, spinning Targi, how to spin Targi, um, the, the uh, breed characteristics of the sheep, what they generally are used for, all of that kind of stuff. And then for the color studies side of it, um, we will be starting a thread. Um, I will put it up um, today on April 1st. Um, some of you will be listening to this um, at the beginning of April and some of you will be listening to this later in the month. But um, the thread on Ravelry will already be there. And basically what we're going to be asking you to do is to generate some photos. Now we need a theme for the photos. That's sort of the one thing that we do try to do is, is a theme. Um, in the past, we've done uh, photos that just would lend themselves to a colorway that you've always wanted to see as a colorway. Um, in the past, we've done split complement, and we've asked people to generate photos that are split complement. There's all sorts of different um, sort of 
things that we've done in the past. And I think this time round, mostly because I think for a lot of people and what I've seen online and what people have been sharing, um, I think this winter has been kind of hard on people. It's been a long sort of dark winter in places um, around the around the northern hemisphere. So I thought what we could do for uh, this um, generating of photos is uh, signs of spring. And for those who are in the southern hemisphere and who are going into their fall, um, signs of fall. So if you can say whether you're in the northern or the southern hemisphere. And uh, then Katrina will go through all of those photos that you guys post in the Ravelry thread. And she will pick the one that speaks to her. And that will create the carded prep for this time round. But there's kind of a twist this time round. Do you want to talk about that, Katrina? <laughs> Do you remember what the twist is? Do you remember what the twist was? I don't was? remember what the twist was. My brain has been so we full had of this. so many other things that I don't remember what the twist was. Well, and lo so locally, we've got Fibers West coming up at the end of, is it at the end of next uh, week? End of next week, so March 23rd, 24th. Yeah, and we're recording this um, a week and a half, almost two weeks before. So um, we had talked about this in passing over text message, and um, it was sort of one of those, like, we have... Com epic conversations on text message every day we I don't know how many messages we pass and forth back and forth daily but it's probably upwards of 10 to 20 um, so what we had what I had suggested was that uh, we would have a colorway that Katrina would would sort of so the photo she would choose and um, and card up a bat for us or maybe I don't know you're gonna decide after you after um, I see the, create after I see the colors you yeah. need to yeah, and how they play together. So it might be a bat, it might be puny style roll style roll eggs, it might be nests, little little batlings or nests of fiber. There's lots of different ways to make carded prep. Um, it's not just in bat form. My um, we been, did bats last yeah, year. Yeah, my little session has been the hand pulled roving. That's been. A oh, I love hand pulled roving. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be that too. One of my favorite things. Awesome. So. Um, <coughs> um, so what we had talked about was offering uh, two distinct sort of um, preparations this time. So one would be the carded preparation by Katrina that Katrina would sort of make and, and provide. Or um, you could, so you could choose that and or the other option, which would be that Katrina would send you a kit. So the kit will contain everything that she used to create what she created for everybody. But if you've got some fiber prep tools yourself, so if you have maybe a blending board or if you have some hand cards or if you have a drum carder, she'll send you the kit that you need to create your own, so that you can create your own uh, carded prep. Yes. Is that, is that yes. ringing a bell it's now? Like, as soon as you said <laughs> it, I'm like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> that conversation. <laughs> yeah. And you could, so if you order, so let's say you have some fiber prep tools and you decide that you want to go that route, or maybe you want to order both um, because you want to try whatever Katrina preps and then you also want to do a kit. Um, you could add to the kit, so you could sort of look at what Katrina provides for, for you for the kit and then you could maybe add some stuff. Like, um, for example, um, I would probably add some sparkle just because it's me. <laughs> um, I know our friend Diana would add sparkle. <laughs> Uh, maybe you have sewing threads that you want to throw in there, or maybe you have some sari silk, or maybe you have some other fibers in your stash that you think might look really cool. Or maybe you divide the kit up and you have a whole bunch of different, um, like maybe you want to make two or three sample yarns and you do something different with every single one. And then um, maybe you have the prep that Katrina 
creates herself and you um, put that with the other fibers that you've spun from your kit. So really your imagination is the limit and um, I'm sure just because I know the community and I know what people are capable of, um, there will be some just incredible sort of quote unquote inventions mm -hmm. um, that people will come up with and, and um, that's sort of why we thought we would do a uh, make your own adventure alongside a here's the adventure created for you and go spin and see what you come up with. Cause even like, let's say it's, um, let's just say it's a bat. Um, regardless of whether everybody is, so everybody would get the same bat. Mm -hmm. I can tell you right now, none of those yarns will be the same. No. And that's the wonderful thing about spinning, right? Like I look at all of the variety of yarns that we got from the last breed and color study. And yeah, wasn't that incredible? Like, I mean, the, the differences between what everybody spun and how they spun it and how they divided it up and what they decided to do was mm. incredible. And, yeah. you know, there there are definitely similarities between some of the yarns just because, you know, yeah. that's what happens. But the differences are, are far outweigh the similarities in, in a lot of cases. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I've actually thought about like how cool it would be to take all of like especially this last breed and color study because it was three braids of mm -hmm. fiber so there was you know um uh, 12 ounces of fiber for people to spin if if um if they bought all mm -hmm. three and um you know when you think about the volume of yarn that people are spinning because people are still spinning even now and then people are still like there's stuff coming up on instagram now that people are mm -hmm. sharing there's stuff coming up on ravelry there's stuff coming up in the slack channel um because it's just a huge amount of spinning well and for some people they um, didn't get their fiber until really late because mine was delayed totally yeah yeah totally and um we talked about that uh last yeah. month i think um, that we were sort of expecting that this breed and color studies, this one in particular would sort of go longer because mm -hmm. of that. Um, and because you've got just this huge amount of spinning as well and so many possibilities, while the colors are this, are very similar, um, my combo draft, it looks different from somebody else's mm -hmm. combo draft, looks different from somebody else's combo draft. Um, and yet they're the same yarns and the same, but you know, depending on the thickness of how you spin and the amount of twist and yeah. There's so many um, things. Which colors you're drafting. It's just incredible. Yeah, there's so many differences. Yeah. And and I think that's the beautiful thing about spinning is is that, like, I mean, even the last carded study that we did, the yarns that people came up with were just beautiful. Like, I mean, some people took the bats and yeah. spun three different um, yarns with it. And they spun all of one color to one yarn, all of the other color. Like, because there were three colors in the, yeah. in the bat. And, you know, so some people yeah. spun little samples that they could use for color work or you know there's just there's mm -hmm. so many possibilities when you look at it yeah and quite a few people spun worsted with the bfl mm -hmm. um not so much the gotland because it doesn't lend itself to um navajo plying or chain plying mm -hmm. but a lot of people spun the uh bfl um quite fine in a worsted with a worsted draft mm -hmm. so even though they had a had a woolen prep and they and they chain plied and i mean those yarns were just shocking mm -hmm. yeah i mean it was really quite amazing to see the variety well and yeah. that's the beautiful thing about spinning right like you give five spinners mm -hmm. the same braid of yarn and you're going to get five different yarns or Absolutely. five five braids of yeah. fiber and and you get five different yarns like i see it all the time in like like sweet georgia club for instance like yeah. you know yeah the the differences of what people spin in a month-to-month -month basis is, is just so different mm-hmm 
It was interesting actually at Guild a couple of uh, uh, meetings ago because um, our friend Diana had carded up one of the braids that you and I weren't super mm-hmm. keen on. That was an old Sweet Georgia colorway, like it was from early, early last year, or even maybe the year before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was early last last year. I think it was early 2017. And um, I had Navajo plied it, and um, I still have some of that braid left. And Diana had taken it, and she had actually carded it up to blend it all mm-hmm. together. And it created just this absolutely gorgeous, well, you saw it, that rust orange vat. And... Um, I think it was the Broken Circus. Yeah, which was like February of 2017, I think. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, so it was over a year ago. And um, I've been saving that because I have like three or four other braids of color that they all work together. And I'd really like to do a really big woven project Mm with. And when I saw Diana had carded it all up, I thought, oh, that's perfect. Because now I'm thinking I'm going to you know, play a bit of copycat and do the same thing. Um, And then spin a two-ply with it to round out my warp that I need for the weaving that I've been thinking about mm-hmm. doing. And then um, using the Navajo Plied sample that I did for the uh, for Fiber Club for the blog mm-hmm. post, um, I'm going to intersperse it in with the warp so that it'll be almost like a plaid mm-hmm. to highlight some of that really bright burnt orange that was in that colorway as well as some of the white because when you chain ply it, of course, it kept some of it keeps those colors mm-hmm. clean. But it's ama- like it's just so inspirational to see what other people do, and then it gets those creative juices going, and you feel so inspired, yeah. and you know you want to try stuff yourself. You know, even if it's copying and then putting your own twist on it, or just straight out copying. I mean, um, that's how we grow and learn from one another. Mm-hmm. Right? No, and that's 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 the thing about doing things when you're working with a group is that you can play off of each other, and you can get that inspiration, and yeah. and it's so lovely that like the last breed and color study like I mean I was shipping stuff all over the place and so it's really yeah how cool was that you know it's really cool to sort of see that going really all over the world and you know and that everybody's sort of able to be part of the community even if they're thousands and thousands of miles away and Mm -hmm. and able to partake in something and be a part of something a little bit bigger even though they're not you know, next door to you and I, for instance. Totally, yeah. I think that's one of the big advantages to an online community nowadays is that um, all of the different ways that we can communicate with one another has just made, um, created, you know, these huge, you know, DIY slash crafting communities mm-hmm. that would otherwise not exist. And how many people are in the uh, community who openly talk about the fact that they live in, you know, X place, there's nobody else in their community that, that does any type of fiber mm-hmm. crafting or making or anything, and they otherwise would be completely isolated, yeah. you know. And, and like, you know, Craftsy's great, and books are great, and uh, magazines are great, but you're not interacting with somebody when you're um, consuming that content. Mm-hmm. And that's where, um, and even like on Ravelry, um, you know, it's asynchronous communication. You post something, you wait for somebody else to post back. Um, but when you can actually get like on Skype or on the Slack channel and actually talk to people in real, real Mm -hmm. time, I mean, that's just huge. Well, and it makes just such a a big difference to, to people's growth and to their, their willingness to challenge themselves because they're getting instant feedback and, you know, they're Mm -hmm. able to, you know, like, I mean, when you post at the Slack channel, oftentimes within minutes you have a response to it. 
Yeah, which is so great, no matter what day or time yeah. it is. Because yeah. there's somebody yeah. that's awake somewhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Somebody's day is just starting yeah. or somebody's checking in because their day is just ending. Yeah. Um, people are taking a break at work and they're checking in. Um, some people, There are quite a few people on there that have insomnia, so they'll be on there in, in the nighttime because it helps them wind down and, and mm-hmm. sleep. You know, so so many different people and, and, you know, time zones and, yeah, it's really neat. No, it, it really is, and it's it's nice to sort of see that community spirit in in doing these sorts of things where we're working together on something and, and seeing how yeah. people create different things and, and, and that creativity is so inspiring for everybody else to see, right? Yeah, I think that's where the importance of the Breeding Color Studies really comes in because that's what... Uh, unites everybody and has everybody working on a project all together or if people aren't going to participate for like this particular one or they didn't participate last time or whatever um, the, they can sort of be onlookers and ask questions and still be a part of it without necessarily having to actually participate every single time you know because if you miss out on one it's not like you're missing out um, because you can still participate or you can create your own and spin alongside um, there's just so many ways to uh, still be a part of everything without feeling sort of left out. You know? Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like you don't have to participate. Um, you know, like you said at the beginning, you don't have to participate with the quote unquote official fibers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you don't have to buy from me to participate, and everybody's okay with that. Like <clears throat> I can think yeah. of somebody who died something. Um, off the Arctic berries and she died something very different than I did and it was beautiful and um and she had great results yeah that was Katie and I didn't know if I should say her name or not oh yeah totally. (laughs) I knew exactly who it was but and I think like for her to order fibers from me is cost prohibitive because she's in Australia yeah and that's totally okay and I think what she did was beautiful and a totally different take than what I did and it was just such a lovely, lovely way to do things um, mm-hmm. that still, you know, sort of included her in the group of what everybody else was doing, but, um, you know, didn't didn't mean that she had to spend more money than she was comfortable spending. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. it doesn't, to, yeah. to be part of the community, you don't have to do, you don't have to buy for me, which is... Yeah, you know, which I think is so important because I don't want people yeah, to, well, to be spending money that they don't feel like they should be spending. Absolutely. Especially because our crafting and our making is a, um, um, is a nice to have. It's not a need to have. Exactly. And I think, um, although you could argue, you know, about, you know, um, uh, personal, what is it? Like self-care. Yes. Um, <laughs> Mental health reasons. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I do think that um, um, when, like Katie's colorway that she had created, if somebody else is looking at that and um, is a dyer themselves, and, want, and it, then there's two renditions of the same photo mm-hmm. that gives that person their own inspiration to then jump off and make um, even a third or even a fourth mm-hmm. colorway you know, based off of one photo. And that to me is where the richness is because, um, everybody sees things so differently and, um, depending on the brand of dyes and and the colors that you can get from that particular brand, it's always going to be so 
different, right? Well, and that's the beauty of, of doing something as a group is that everybody can do yeah. something that's just a little bit different. Yeah. And that's that's yeah, exactly. the richness of it, really. Yeah, exactly. No, so true. Yeah. So I hope that everybody is um, excited about this, this next um, sort of, I don't even know what, I, what to call these anymore. Like, they're studies, but they're each is distinct on its own and sort of, you know, takes up a six month period. But, um, I don't know what to sort of call them like this next session. I don't know what to call them. <laughs> Cause, Cause they sort of evolved past <laughs> being like a breed and color study. They're, they're just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of more like a community thing. Anyways, yeah. um, regardless of semantics, <laughs> our next community spin, she'll be starting shortly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So April 1st, um, which is already passed when you guys will be listening to this, um, you can start um, popping your photos into the Ravelry channel. Um, If you have more than one photo that you want to share and more than one photo that you think would be a good choice for a colorway or for for a, a carded prep for Katrina to create from, please don't hesitate to just post as many as you want. Like if you've got several photos, just go ahead and pop them up. There's no limit. And um, you can, uh, if you're in the in the Southern Hemisphere and you're going into fall, pop your photos in for fall. And then Katrina will go through and she'll look at all the photos. And um, that one that really speaks to her will be the one that we will use. Um, usually her and I sort of go back and forth on our top sort of three to five and then we sort of eliminate from there so um, think about when you're looking at your photos actually maybe we should talk about that really quickly um, what they need to be thinking about when they're choosing photos because a photo that is like for example um, just from my perspective a photo that is all green grass with like one tulip popping up that's like maybe say a yellow tulip is not going to be used as a colorway Mm -hmm. and the reason for that is there's just not enough interest Um, you've got green and yellow um, you've got two colors that when spun together are m- basically going to turn into green. <coughs> so you sort of need to be thinking a bit more outside the box. So maybe you could speak to that quickly, Katrina, before we sign I off. I think if, if we've got, um, like I always look for photographs when I'm, when I'm looking at, for inspiration photographs for myself, I'm looking for stuff that has, um, contrast and interest between the colors. So you know, you can you can have um, an analogous colorway, for instance, that has a lot of interest in it simply because it's got lightness and darkness in it. So you've got a lighter color and then, you know, three or four shades that go to a, a darker color. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Lakeside would have been a lovely colorway without the red in it. The red adds a little bit to it, but just going from that lime green to blue you get a really lovely and analogous colorway and, and you get the, the interest from the depth in it. Exactly. And so looking for images that, you know, maybe have several colors in it, maybe they don't. Um, but like, I mean, to, to speak to what you just said, like a green and a yellow, um, mm-hmm. you could make something really interesting out of that. If you went from a really pale yellow to like a really deep yellow to the green and then you would see something different in your spun yarn so it's it's not only looking for things you know like if that that tulip for instance just to use your example had Mm -hmm. you know sort of a white tip and then a really deep yellow because i'm looking at tulips on my on my table right now and Mm -hmm. i've got some that are white with purple in them Mm -hmm. um 
And so you've got the white, you've got the purple, and you've got the green. And so from there, you've sort of got a really interesting um, split complement. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's ways to make it really interesting using just a couple of basic colors, but it's sort of thinking outside that um, that box of, oh, this is a pretty picture. Well, if you can mm-hmm. think, like, does it have does it have a, a lighter shade in it? Does it have a darker shade in it? Um, do the colors play off of each other? Is it more analogous or is it more complementary? And like, I mean, most of the colorways that we've studied to date have been more on the um, complementary side of the scale. So maybe it's time to do something that's a little bit more analogous. So, you know, but if we're doing something that is analogous, it really needs um, that lightness and that darkness to it in order to create the interest in it because otherwise they do all sort of blend together. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So those are some things to think about when you're going through your um, digital photo albums. And um, hopefully that'll sort of give you a place to start. The nice thing is right now at this time of year with the um, dramatic light that we get, especially in the northern hemisphere and twilight and the um, like right now I'm looking outside, the sun isn't is is quite low in the sky, but it's bright. Mm -hmm. Um, There's tons of shadow Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, very strong, bright light so you know think about some of some of the those things and how they play at this time of year because really you can get a, just a gorgeous photo by stepping outside and snapping a photo on your phone mm-hmm. so think outside the box and um um yeah we look forward to seeing what what everybody posts and the inspiration that we get from them and if katrina chooses a photo um and creates a colorway feel and you want to do something on your own feel free to choose another photo from the thread and create something and and post that and share with share that because if there's a if there's a photo that really speaks to you and you want to create a colorway of your own to work on for the uh, breed and color studies like we you know everybody would love to see that Mm -hmm. too you're not uh just uh hamstrung by by the one that we that we well and and this time around because we're only choosing one like i mean last time Mm -hmm. to to have the three chosen was really interesting and so we're back to just sort of choosing one photograph to work with and so there are going to be like I mean we always debate over several photographs before we choose Mm -hmm. the ones that we're going to use so if there is one that speaks to you more than the one that we choose then then do something with that one and post it and share it and that's what makes it rich and interesting for everybody to see right Yes, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and maybe you still work with the uh, photo and the color and the color or the kit or the bat or whatever that we that we put together, and then you do something on your own as well. Because for those who have um, uh, fiber prep tools, it's really easy to mm-hmm. do. You know, and pop into your stash and look at the colors you've already got and try to emulate and cre- recreate one of the photos alongside um, what what um, we're providing, which is really kind of fun. Actually, I might do that. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> In all my spare yes. time. In the ample yeah. spare time yeah. that we both have. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We are going to say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you're excited, as excited about this next uh, breed and color study as we are. And if you have any questions, please pop them down below in the um, comments. And, of course, there will be the thread on Ravelry, and you can pop in there and read what has been posted already. And if there's still questions and you're not totally sure, please just ask. Somebody will answer uh, because this is coming up our fourth, I mm-hmm. think. Is this our yeah, fourth? this will be your fourth. Wow, that's crazy. So, 
Um, some of you have been through this several times already and some of you this will be your first time and for those who it's their first time welcome and we hope that you enjoy the study as much as we enjoy putting them together and I guess we'll sign off. Do you want to say goodbye, Katrina? Oh, and maybe remind people where they can find you in case they aren't following you on Instagram yet. <laughs> uh, you can find me pretty much <laughs> everywhere. So I'm on Ravelry and Instagram as Crafty Jacks. So it's Crafty and then Jacks is J-A-K-S. So and you're that in, on Slack. And Slack as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks for taking the time out today. Happy to do it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Okay, we'll talk Okay, bye. Soon.